teachings of thy word give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshu, Laskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Amen. Was that beautiful? Oh, then let's clap for them properly. King of glory, fill this place. Amen. Beautiful. Let's clap for them one more time. Somebody said, it feels like we are in Amanone. Amen. But that is what when we build it we can have it do you understand what i'm saying if we build it we can have it and we are building it i said we are building it put your hands together one more time beautiful we want to continue our journey through leadership amen we want to continue our journey through leadership hallelujah and uh Two weeks ago, we learned about the leadership we should avoid. And this is the leadership of children and the leadership of a child. Hallelujah. And um, today, we want to look at the leadership of a child. Amen? Beautiful. Now, in Isaiah chapter 3, verse 12, the Bible says, For as for my people... As for my people, children are the oppressors and women rule over them. O my people, they which lead thee cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths. Isaiah 3, 12. Hallelujah. Alright, so we've, we've introduced the subject for quite some time. But then, one, one of the things I want you to keep somewhere in your heart is the fact that Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God and the power of God. Hallelujah. Or the power of God and the wisdom of God. So there's a power aspect of God and there's a wisdom aspect of God. Hallelujah. And many a time because of the way we have grown up as Christians, we don't respect wisdom. True or false? We don't respect wisdom and uh, we don't respect leadership. It, it looks like, it, it doesn't sound spiritual. Amen. Yes. But it is a very important aspect of our lives. And that is why the Bible says that Jesus is not only the power, but he's also what? The wisdom. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. Yes. So, there are a lot of problems in the world today which are not solved through prayer. Amen. Yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are a lot of problems that are not solved. The people who even solve the problems, they don't pray, they don't even believe in God, but they still solve the problem. Because You see, such problems are wisdom type of problems. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, when it comes to wisdom, it looks as though you can apply wisdom whether you believe in God or not, at least to a point. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, for example, if you are crossing the road and a car is coming, if you like, do shabalabalaba and just step into the road, what will happen to you? A car will, this thing. Okay, close your eyes and cross the road. What will happen? Okay, if an ATS also closes his eyes and crosses the road, what will happen? Okay, what if a Muslim closes his eyes and closes the road? What will happen? You see that 
It doesn't matter who. But the moment you apply just some common sense and some wisdom. Oh, I'm crossing the road. Look to the left. Look to the right. Okay, no, no car is coming. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even if you like, get to the junction. Oh, Lord, as I'm crossing this road, let your will be done. You step and the car will lift you. Are you there with me? All right. So, and the thing is that wisdom is of God as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because the Bible makes us understand that God has caused his rain to shine both on the wicked and on the good. So you see that God has given such that whether you are an unbeliever or not, if you apply the wisdom, it works for you. Amen. Are you here with me? Yeah. That, that is why there are some people, they go to hospital and they get healed. Do you get it? Uh-huh. We didn't pray for them. They took this tablet, took this, did this surgery, did this and that, and they are okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, one of the things I want us to do is that you must come to a point where you also respect wisdom. Respect leadership. See, that's why one of the songs that Felicia sang was, Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. Get wisdom. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You need the wisdom. And you need to respect it if your life is going to go a certain way. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh -huh. That is not to say we don't pray. Yes, we pray. We do pray. Amen? Yeah, that's not to say we don't believe in miracles. We believe in miracles. Oh, I believe in miracles. Yes, I believe in the power of God. Miracles. We believe in deliverance. We believe in healing of the sick. We believe in resurrection of the dead. We believe in all those things. And we practice them by the grace of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. But you also need to understand that there is wisdom that needs to be applied. And in these few weeks, wisdom is coming to us in the form of learning leadership. And we've, we, we've learned that leadership begins with leading yourself. Eh? That saith the Lord, consider thy ways. Do you get it? Uh -huh. So before you lead others, you have to lead yourself. Amen. It means that every person in this room, no matter your age, you are a leader. And at least you are a leader of yourself. At least. Brother, what are you doing on your phone? I don't think you are taking notes. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you here with me? Yeah. Everybody is at least a leader of yourself. Amen. And that is why we must respect wisdom. We must what? Amen. Now, in Proverbs chapter 24, I want us to read a few things. I have two scriptures, actually. Let me see whether I can find them. Okay, let's start with this one. Wisdom chapter, uh, sorry, Proverbs chapter 24. And let's read from Verse number 30. Hmm? Proverbs chapter 24, verse 30. Are we there? Can we read it together? Ready? Go. I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. Now stop there. So, you, know, you see, slothful is another word for what? Laziness. Do you get it? Uh -huh. So, we, we are looking at the person who probably is lazy or lacks understanding. Are you there with me? Lazy or what? Lacks understanding. Do you get it? Uh -huh. So, sometimes you say that I was talking to this person and the person does not understand what I'm saying. It, it is true. But also, you can look at a person's life. And when you look at the person's life, you will discover that the person lacks understanding. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And you can look at the person's life and you can discover that the person is a lazy person. Are you here with me? Yeah. And I'm reading from Proverbs. So let's go to verse number 31. Let's read. Ready, go. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns. Can we read it again? Ready, go. Everybody. And it was all grown over 
with thorns and nestles and covered the what? Face thereof. And the stone wall thereof was broken down. So you see, the place, you see, he said that he went to somebody's farm. And this was the state of the farm. The farm is not weeded. It's overgrown. There are thorns. That means the weeds have not been removed. The thorns have not been, the sticks and things have not been gathered aside. And even the wall that is covering the, 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 the field has been broken down. Maybe you will say minus me, but this field could be your room. This field could be your life. So when we come into your life, you see, like, like some of you, your, even your armpit is overgrown. Yeah. My friend whispered to my ear, armpit. You see, some of you, your armpit is grown. So you see, when you just do this, we see that the leadership there <laughs> the leadership here is not working. Am I preaching to somebody today? Hey! Amen. Yeah. Somebody say the leadership here. Uh-huh. So you see, sometimes when, when maybe the leader says, let's raise our hands, and you see that this brother or sister is not raising their hands. It's not that it's not spiritual, but if he raises the hand, there will be a problem in the church. Amen. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. So, overgrown. You see, when we enter the room, we, we, it's like we can't separate the bed from the clothes, the shoes, and even the rubbish. We can't separate them. It's like it's all together. It's as though you are practicing the skill wherever, uh, how good and pleasant it is with clothes, mattress, and rubbish to dwell together in unity. That is the scripture that you are applying in the room. Am I, am I talking to somebody today? Am I talking to somebody today? Hey! Yeah. So that's what this person is discovering. So you realize that even though we are reading the Bible, look at the wisdom that is coming from the Bible. That we need, you see, this person, you see, this is a lack of prayer or anything. But look at what is happening here. Let's go on. We are going to, we are going to come to that. Go to the next verse. Verse 32, quickly. 32. Then I saw and considered it well and looked upon it and received instruction. You see, there comes a time you must look at things. And you must tell them, ah, why is my room the way it is? Why is my business going down? Why is it that I'm getting low marks in school? Why is it that this guy is getting more marks than I'm getting? Why is it that this girl is married and I'm not married? Why is it that this one has a car, I don't have a car? Why is it that my church is not growing? Why is it that I don't have... You see, there, there must come a time you must be able to sit down and begin to think about your life and consider why things are the way they are. Are you understanding what I'm saying? There must come a time. It's not like when you see a problem. Oh, you see my... my, my, my. What is the person doing? If you will consider it well, if you will analyze it well, you will get some secrets that is causing this person to sell more kinky than you are selling. So if you consider well, maybe you, you, you will notice that the girl dresses nicely. Yes. She smiles. 
And then when W.O. is coming to buy Quinky, then, oh, sweetheart, and, and they open saying, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, this, uh, oh, W.O. Oh, my man told so back Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, are you going to eat here or are you sending it home? Oh, the, let me put it in a pack for you. So when you consider, you will notice that it looks like the way the person does the service, that is why people are going there. It's not only the food that is nice. It because normally, even for, for the past one year, nobody has called me sweetheart. But when I go to the king case, he calls me sweetheart. So he, at least when I go and buy, Charlie, you go and buy, you see, he'll call you sweetheart. Somebody clap for Jesus. So when you consider it well, then you will notice that you are put on headgear. And then, uh -huh, how much? Collect. Uh, you have to add five. You, you see, even the way you talk to the person. But then you are, you are a Christian. Then you will come to church. They say, oh, uh, Reverend Danny, can you pray for me? Now business isn't good. But if you consider it well, you will realize that it's a wisdom problem. If you will consider certain things, you will make certain changes, and then life becomes better for you. Are you here with me? Why is that person getting more marks? If you consider it well. What did this person find out? Let's continue reading. He said, then I saw and considered it well, and I looked upon it. Eh? And then what? I received instruction. You see, when you begin to think, eh, what happens is that you get revelation. I said, when you begin to think, you get revelation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, when you begin to think about matters, God brings wisdom to you. God starts to think, to talk to you when you start to consider things. That's why I said, and I received what? Instruction. Yet a little sleep. Oh, sleep is nice, isn't it? Sleep is very nice. Hey. Huh. A little slumber. It's like you slept, and then you woke up at four o'clock. When you check that, oh, it's four o'clock. Oh, my minute, 30 minutes in Kahu. That, that's a little slumber. Just a little. Then, when you wake up 4.30, oh, let me add some 15 minutes. Then, when you wake up again, it's 7.50. Hey! Then you are, you are running to, to this thing. That is a little sleep and a little slumber. Somebody say a little sleep and a little slumber. A little slumber and a little sleep. Clap for Jesus. Then a little folding of the arms. A little folding of the arms. What does it mean to fold your arms? To fold your arms means that when, when it is time to work, you are not working. Amen. You, you, you see that all the things I've mentioned there, it, it's not... It's not necessarily prayer or you know one of the... Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. It's not like that. Yeah. It's time to sweep. You folded your arms. It's time to go to school. You folded your arms. It's, 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 ti it's time to learn. You, fo you folded your arms. You see? And then you are wondering why you got 38. And you are angry with the person who got 72. Meanwhile, when it is time to learn, you have folded your arms. Your father likes your brother more than you. And you are annoyed. But you will also notice that that's your brother. He doesn't fold his arms in relation to your father. He's always working. He's always working. And that is why he's liked more than you. Because you, in relation to your father, you fold your arms. When it is time to work, there's a reason why you cannot work. 
when it's time to learn, there's a reason why you cannot learn. When it is time to sweep, there's a reason why you cannot sweep. When it's the time to bath, there's a reason why you cannot bath. That is why people can't come close to you. Are you here with me? The place is very quiet. Why? <laughs> Amen. Hey. A little folding. Everybody fold your hands, hands like this. Do you see? Uh-huh. So, when it is time to learn, when it's time to sweep, when it's time to clean your room, when it's time to fetch water, When you don't work, you don't get paid. When you don't learn, you don't get marks. If you don't obey your father, you won't get your father's blessing. It's just the way it is. And then what happens? Go to the next verse. So when you, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms, so shall die. You see where poverty is coming from. So poverty is not coming from your grandmother. Poverty is coming from your little sleep, your little slumber, and the folding of the arms. That is where the poverty is coming from. That is where it is coming from. The little sleep, the little slumber, the folding of the arms, and then here we are in poverty. Hey, this is why we must respect wisdom. This is why we must respect wisdom. Because wisdom will lead us out of a lot of things. Are you here with me? Wisdom will do what? Of a lot of things. Christians, we need to respect wisdom. Even the spirituality you say you respect. Are you spiritual? You are not very spiritual. But the two go together. Praying, applying wisdom. and they, Let me tell you something. I've been studying about Paul for some time. And I noticed that it's not everything Paul... Some things when they tell Paul, Paul takes a decision. He takes a decision. He tells, do this, do that, do that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Amen. How many are respecting wisdom now? All right. This is all under what we are talking about. So, the leadership of a child. Number one, I wanted you to respect wisdom. Okay. So, if you are poor today, consider your ways. A little sleep, a little slumber. And my uncle didn't send me money, that is why. And my father, my friend, is a little sleep, a little slumber. A little what? A little slumber and a little folding of the arms. The moment you stop these three things and you get to the job, you will realize that you will have something at least you have something small. Are you here with me? Yeah. For example, why are you not in the choir? Because when it comes to your voice, Amen. I heard some of the choristers were late. So, so when, when they were singing the first time, they were not here. It's called a little sleep. It's called a little slumber and a little folding of the arms. That's what it is. I shouldn't say, I'll say it. That's what it is. A little sleep, a little slumber, and the folding of the arms. That is why you are on the way when the choir is on the stage. Oh, yes. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms. You see, your boss will not be happy with you if you practice a little sleep, a little slumber, and the folding of your arms. Your father, your mother will not be happy with you if you practice a little sleep, a little slumber, folding of the arms. The church will also not be happy with you. If you practice a little sleep, a little slumber, the folding of the arms. Even 
if you want people to be happy with you, you will have to. I mean, do your best. Are you here with me? Number one, the leadership of a child is characterized by disorganization. Disorganization. I used to be a missionary in a certain country. When you get onto the road at five o'clock, what you will notice is that all the refuse, what we call baller, is by the road. All the baller is where? Is by the road. Who is in charge? I said, who is in charge? The baller is by the road. So when a child is in charge, things are disorganized. That's why I told you that you go to a child's room. You see, those of us who are parents, if you have, maybe there's one room for the children. Just go to the room. There's, the room is smelling. Eh? Dirty pants. Even sometimes pants with poo-poo in it. They are all in the room. When they are looking for their clothes, the clean clothes and the dirty clothes and the moldy clothes, they've all been mixed together. That's what we call what? Disorganization. They've not swept the room for three months. They've eaten gary and sugar. It's under the bed. And you see that the, the gary that is left are turned to concrete and there's a spoon inside. Am I, it looks like I'm talking to some people here. Hey, this organization, this organization, amen. You see, when we talk about leadership, please don't go there. Our leaders and don't go there. You, you are a leader, you are a leader. Talk about yourself. How, how, how far is your leadership working for you? How's your leadership working out for you? Amen. In the first seven, we said that if we say, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. We are going to your house. When we get to your house, Bishop, um, hold on, I'm checking something. Isn't it? Will you not say you are checking something? Then you will go and try and organize more before we come in. Oh, what I'm saying is not true. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. If it's true. In relation to your room. Or if we enter your room and I say, oh, we need to use the bathroom. You say, hey, hold on. Hey, hey, Kwaku, get the bucket. Hey, let's go. You have to go and scrap before. What do you think? Yeah. Disorganization. So we are saying that when there's this organization. It shows that a child is in charge. If you don't want to be a child, then we have to organize the place. Because it's children who can't organize themselves. Children can't organize themselves. They don't know that. Look, we are moving at seven. He doesn't know what it means to move at seven. He doesn't understand what it means. He doesn't understand. The light has gone off. He doesn't understand. All he knows is that electricity is working and I'm using when it finishes, he doesn't understand what it means. That is a child in charge. And you see, I've come to see that we have many leaders here. Eh? They don't understand what is going on. Amen. Yeah. Many of you sitting down, you don't, and you see, thank you, you see, sometimes you are sitting here, you don't understand why you should go to school. And you think that your uncle or your father is worrying you by forcing you to go to school. It means that you are operating the leadership of a child in your life. That's what it means. Because they are worrying you. You can even comment that, oh, be cry. I'll stop the school and they will see. Somebody told you last week. He said, you, I'll stop the school and you will see. Hey, you stop the school and I will see. So shall your poverty come. So shall your poverty come. It's because you're a child. You have the mind of a child. That is why you think that by your stopping school, you are rather teaching somebody a lesson. You are rather destroying yourself. 
But it's only a child that when he's destroying himself, he can't see that he's destroying himself. I remember my last born, my wife bought a cupboard, a nice cupboard for my last born. He said, you know what? Pack all your things <laughs> inside the cupboard. Beautiful cupboard. Very beautiful cupboard that he bought. With shelves. Then you close it. Very nice cupboard. And I carried the cupboard to my son's room. A few days later, I just, I was passing and I saw the cupboard. I said, oh, let me go and see how the things have been organized in the cupboard. Do you, do you want to know how the things were organized in the cupboard? How many want? Give me a wave if you want to know how the things were. The, the clothes were pouring out of the cupboard. And the room was full. You see, you may think you are standing in a swimming pool of clothes. Oh, yes. You think like you are standing. Because the, the things are pouring out of the cupboard. And then they are on the floor and everywhere. I said, hey, is this what we bought the cupboard for? But why? It is a child. It is a child. It's just I'm saying, if somebody is thinking about his room, because his room is not very different from... And this, my son, is like 10, 10 years old. Yeah, this is my son. So many of us, eh, our room is like my 10-year-old son's room. Hey! Disorganization. Somebody say, from here, I'm going to tidy my room. How many are going to tidy their room this afternoon? Will you tidy your room this afternoon? Ice. <laughs> How many can see the leadership of a child? This organization in the room. Amen. Some of you, there's this organization in your mouth. But let's not go there today. If you cannot tidy up your room, you must be a child. If you cannot clean the places where you live, you must be a child. If you cannot clean up your city, you must be a child. You must be a child even though everyone calls you the mayor of the, or, or a minister. That's why sometimes we have a call, stop the childish things. You are being childish. Amen. So if you can't clean your room, Well, you can't lead yourself. So when you see that a mayor is in charge, eh? have I mentioned your name? Uh -huh. And then the city is dirty. The reason why the city is dirty is that that mayor, when he was a child, he could not clean the room. He's not linked to clean his own room. So as he sees the, the place, he, he does not understand what it means. It's normal. Because when I was growing up, the things were pouring out of my cupboard on the floor everywhere, and it was not a problem. Amen. Brother, you too, what are you doing on your phone? Why are these people on their phones? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hey! It's amazing. Somebody say, we are repenting. Hmm. You must study leadership, understand leadership, and practice appropriate principles of leadership. Otherwise, you may lead people with the mind of a child. The leadership of a child results in anarchy and disorder, as the Bible predicts. Let me give you a few scriptures. In Isaiah chapter 3 verse 4, the Bible says, I will make inexperienced youth their leaders, and children will govern them. Another version says, and I will make mere boys their princes and capricious, impulsive, unpredictable children who rule over them. Hey! What do you think? It's amazing. We are beginning to organize our lives. Is that not so? Say amen to that. Number two. The leadership of a child is characterized by lack of understanding of serious issues and imminent dangers. Amen. Lack of what? Yeah. That is why 
You know, even when you are being taught how to drive, for example, if you go to a good driving school, they'll teach you that when you are coming and you see there's a child, you have to be alert and begin to watch how the child will behave. Because the child lacks a certain understanding that the speed at which this car is coming, I have to get, it doesn't, it doesn't, and it can't, he can see the car, but to the child, the car is a big toy. So he may see a car come and say, oh, car, he will even go towards the car. Do you, do you understand? Because he does not understand serious issues. He does not what? Serious issues. COVID is a serious issue. That's why you've been asked to be in face masks in the church. Amen. That's why we practice social distancing in the church. It's required, it, it is required of us to put on masks and then all those things. So when you come to church, don't fight with our ushers. The government requires us to put on masks, do social distancing, wash your hands, and then all those things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So even though I'm preaching, you see, my mask is here. When I finish preaching, I'll put one, there's my mask here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And the truth is that COVID is a serious issue. Okay? It's just that God has been merciful to us. And I don't think that we should take that mercy for granted. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So when you come to church and you are asked to put on a mask, don't, don't misbehave, don't fight with the ushers, this and that, put on a mask and things like that. Because we are required. And you see, Unfortunately, when some of these politicians are having their rallies, they don't practice social distancing, but they don't send spies to go and find out which of the politicians are having uh, rallies without mask and then social. They don't do that. But you see, when we are having check, then they'll send spies to come and check on us to see what we are doing. What I'm saying is it true or is not? It's, it's not a secret. I think we all know or we don't know. Yeah, we know it's, it's an open secret. Right now, if there's supposed to be a, a rally right now, they don't practice social distance. I, I'm sure if I ask you to show me pictures of rallies where we were in COVID and then they were not using the... You can all get me pictures. Yes. I, I think somebody should send me such pictures. I would like to have such pictures. Oh, yes. You see, so you, you see that. So when, when, you, when, you, are, when, when you, you have... When you think like a child... You don't understand serious issues. You don't understand serious issues. I, I, know, I know one prime minister who is in trouble because of some of... He didn't practice <laughs> social distancing or whatever. The protocols, he, was, he did not... He now he's very hot. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you understand serious issues... Amen. That's why you should clap for the church. Clap for the church. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I belong to a good church. My church is a very good church. My church understands serious issues. Uh, can you see that I'm in my mask? Look, look, you see the distance between my chair and your chair. Yeah. understand that this is fire if i put my hand inside it will burn it doesn't understand are you here with me yeah do you understand serious issues you see that as you are in school and you are annoyed that you want to leave the school it's a sign that you don't understand the serious issues of life because you are about to become a poor person dependent on people's uh, this thing. Every time you are depending on somebody. But you, because you think like a child, that is why you don't see that going to school is a serious issue. Going to university is a serious issue. Getting an education is a serious issue. Are you here with me? I, I was talking to somebody just this morning. I said, look, you need to get married. He said, oh, I want to relax more. You want to relax? You need to get married. You, want, you need to relax. 
<laughs> you see, <laughs> you are not serious. You don't understand serious issues. Amen. Uh-huh. You don't understand serious issues. Let me tell you something. You see, as you grow older, your options become limited. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Look, I really want you to... You see, even in the, in the secular world, you see, it is easier. They would rather employ a 28-year-old graduate with master's than a 49-year-old with uh, what? Graduate with master's. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even in the secular world. Oh, yes. That's how it is. And I want you to know that the men who want to get married, they usually would like to marry maybe a 25-year-old as opposed to what? A 49-year-old. It's just how, you understand, it's just how the way, as a pastor, I have to help all sorts of people to get married. Even if you are 60 or 71 and you want a beloved, we will still find for you. Because that is what a shepherd does. All I'm trying to tell, I'm talking in terms of wisdom. You see, and what I'm telling you is that the older you become, the, the lesser your options are. Amen. Uh, even if you want, can you imagine a, a, a what? You are 61 and you are now in first year Legon reading economics at 61. You are now doing your degree course. You notice that it's not, but you realize that why are you going to school at 61? It's because you did not appreciate serious issues when you were younger. So this person is telling me that I want to relax more. I say, hey, how old are you? Then the person mentioned the age. Then I had another lady who was much younger, maybe seven or eight years younger. Then I said, you, how old are you? Then that girl also mentioned the age. I said, do you have a beloved? I said, yes, I have a beloved. But the one who is older wants to relax more. Hmm? A little sleep, a little slumber. Thanks for beloved. Let me fold my hands more. Are you learning something? Wow. Danger is coming. You don't appreciate it. Huh? Danger is coming. You don't appreciate it. I remember one day a trotro ran into the cars of one of my church members. When the accident happened, then the trotro driver got out. Do you know what the trotro driver, he took his phone and then he called the boss. Do you know what he said? He said, Master, car no, up him. Why did they pay me here? Do you understand what I'm saying? He, he said, he called the boss and said, Boss, the bus, the, the bus has crashed. But who is responsible for the crash? Also, can't help him. You will see a church driver, his speedometer doesn't make, his tachometer doesn't work, fuel gate doesn't work, nothing works. Oh, car, no, it moves. You see, you don't understand serious issues. Today, when I was coming to church, then I saw. They are changing lanes. They will not even use their trafficator to change the lanes. You, I was just moving. Oh, whom? He's coming like that. Ah, when I go, whom? He just comes like that. No indication, nothing. He doesn't understand serious issues. And that is why this group of people, you see that when accidents happen, you see the number of people who get hurt. And even the number of people who die. Because as you are driving, you don't understand the serious issues of the driving. I hope you are learning something. Yeah. Maybe tidying your room is a serious issue. Because the moment you tidy your room, it, it shows that you've now learned how to organize your life. You see that now your life is becoming better. Maybe getting up to sweep. Getting up to sweep. You realize, before you realize your life is getting better. Maybe for you selling something, 
may be a serious issue. It may be granite. It may be plantain chips. But before you realize, your life is getting better. Are you here with me? Hey! I've told you several times, I've sold plantain chips before. Oh, yes. I, I remember years ago, where I used to wear chale water to church. I, I didn't have shoe to wear to church, so I had to wear chale water to church. I've been there before. Amen. Uh -huh. Number what? Three. The leadership of a child is characterized by not understanding anything that is a little complex. Amen. When the thing is a little complex, that's it. Let me tell you a, a secret. Should I tell you a secret? What, what do you use your smartphone to do apart from taking pictures? do you like? iPhone. What like Galaxy S? Apart from taking pictures, what else do you use the phone to do? Amen. You see, a smartphone is literally a computer in your hand. A computer in your pocket. That's what it is. I'm telling you. But for many of us, you see that apart from taking pictures and doing Facebook, that's all. So you don't know that you can even work off your smartphone and make money. Your, your, your smartphone can earn you money. Because it's a computer. Yeah. Amen. Hmm. The moment is complex. Because for you, when there's a problem, uh, hello daddy, the electricity is finished. Hello daddy. Uh, that, is, that is the only, that's the only way you can solve a problem. You see, I've come to see that marital problems are very complex. They are not easy to solve. Amen. If you are somebody who can solve marital problems and happiness returns, it's a sign of somebody who can solve complex problems. Oh, yes. Amen. I, I hear some people are on strike. Is that not so? Yeah. It's a complex problem. Amen. Uh, tax law has come. Is that not so? What is tax? 18 point something percent. Fuel has increased to 7.05. Are you aware? Yes. Fuel has increased to 7.05. Tax is now 8 point uh, something, isn't it? We pay income tax. Now, when you go, you also pay VAT. Is that not so? When you anything you buy, there's VAT on it, and then there's income tax, and then fuel has also increased. So, you see that it's a complex problem. It means that one has to sit down and think through a lot of things. So, now, as this, what, salary has not increased, but fuel has increased, uh, income tax, and then VAT has also come to join the thing. They say, hey, come on! How much am I earning? Okay, Charlie, we will not, we are also going to increase our thing because all the things that are coming, we don't know what to do. You see, if you are even a businessman, normally what will happen is that if the taxes increase, you just put the tax, you just increase the price of your goods. So what will happen is that now that fuel is 7.05 something, then the next thing is that all transport fares are also going to what? Uh -huh. It's now 30 cities, 50 pesos. 30 pesos. Uh -huh. So it's what? A complex problem. And you need mature people to think things through. Amen. To think things through. Otherwise, uh, they're okay. They, they are on strike. Okay, let's increase their salary and then the problem will go away. Then inflation will also come. Then when inflation comes, then, okay, now let's devalue the currency. You see that you are doing one step, one step, and before you realize, things are just getting worse. Because you can't analyze complex situations very well. Are you here with me? Yeah. So that is why when we read the scripture from Proverbs chapter 24, it, say, it said that what? And I considered it well. It said what? I considered it well. 
Because, okay, I want to increase tax. But when I increase tax, it will lead to this, 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 that. Then fuel will also increase. Then I'm sure by human behavior, people will come and ask for more salary. So what do we, how do we handle this situation? You have to consider it well. You have to consider. I mean, once you are in this situation, by all means, these are the problems you are dealing with. But you need to consider it well. Hmm. Number four. The leadership of a child is characterized by having fun and celebrating. Amen. There must be a party. There must be celebrate. Even when there's nothing to celebrate, we must celebrate. Even when we don't have the money to celebrate, we are still celebrating. You see, since I was born, I've never heard things like what? America at 100. We don't hear such things. Don't they have more money? They have a lot of money. They can do it many times over. Uh-huh. Beautiful. I'm talking about leadership. Let me stay there. Number five. I've almost finished. The leadership of a child is characterized by the desire to acquire many toys. Have you noticed that when you give children toys, they are very happy? Why do you think they are happy? They are not the ones paying for the toys. They just want to enjoy the toys. So, once somebody, you see, normally they are there. No problem. The moment you buy for them, they are very happy. But if you don't buy, they are there. And why? They are not the ones paying for the toys. They don't have to work to generate the money to pay for it. But when you operate, I mean, when you are, you are practicing the leadership of a child, eh, you are interested in more toys. Amen? I heard not too long ago, some people were fighting over what? Uh, Land Cruiser fighting. How many heard that thing? Or oh, you didn't hear? How many know you know about it? Was it in the news or something? Huh? Toys. But why are you fighting over the toys? Because you are not the one paying for it. You see, those of us who have to pay for our toys, you will say that we don't have that many toys. <laughs> Because we have to work to pay for it. But because you are not the one paying for it. I will say it. I'll say it. When you are not paying for something, you see, when we go to it, I remember one day, a certain rich man decided to sponsor some friends at the restaurant. Then, he gave his assistant a lot of money. Are you listening to my story? He gave, he gave them a lot of money to go and pay for whatever they will eat. Can you believe that these his friends? They ate and ate and ate. And they finished all the money. And at the end of the day, the restaurant was holding this rich man's assistant. And the assistant had to go and withdraw more money to come and pay the bills. Why do you think that is happening? It's because they are not the ones paying for it. If you were paying for the food, if you were paying for the food, you, you'll be more careful what you spend. How many understand what I'm preaching about? Do you get what I'm preaching about? If you are the one paying for it. A child wants more toys because he's not the one paying for it. If you are paying for it, you apply more wisdom. You will say that, no, this one is too expensive. Let me rather go for this because at the money, so that we can use the money to do something. You see, that's how your mind will be working. But if you are not the one paying for it. There are many Asians who I respect for that. God, sometimes even when you give an Asian a gift, you will say, oh, it's too much. I know it's a gift, but what you are giving me is too much. Oh, yes. And you, you have to even insist that he takes the gift. You say it's too, it's too much. Hey! If I bring you Ghana must go full of dollars, will you say it's too much? <laughs> I 
The leadership of a child is characterized by inability to find practical and realistic solutions to problems. Hmm. Amen. Can you find a practical solution to your financial problem? The way my life is, if I can get 25 CDs every two weeks, I'll be okay. Okay, how can I generate 25 Ghana CDs to solve it? Can you do that? Can you lead yourself to do that? Amen. And finally, the leadership of a child is characterized by not building anything. Amen. You don't build anything. Hmm? Haggai chapter 1, verse number 2. Haggai 1, 2. Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, This people say, The time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. The Lord's house is also you. Amen. Go to the Amplified. And let's end with this scripture. Amplify quickly. It said, that says the Lord of hosts. The people say the time is not yet come that the Lord's house should be rebuilt. Although Cyrus had ordered it done 18 years before. When you're a child, you don't build anything. You don't build your life. And you don't build anybody's life. And you don't build anything. Hey! Raise up your hand and say, I will build something. I will start by building my life. And I'll build other things in my lifetime. Stand to your feet. We'll continue next week. If you are clapping, clap properly. Today, you want to pray for wisdom. Say, Lord, I need this wisdom. And give me the grace and the strength to lead myself. Somebody begin to pray. We are closing. Begin to pray. Father, give me wisdom for my life. Grant me grace to lead myself properly. And grant me grace to lead others. In the name of Jesus. Grant me grace to organize my room, to organize my life. Grant me grace that I can find practical solutions to the problems in my life. And practical solutions to other people's problems. Oh God, help us. Lord, help us. Help me to build something in my lifetime. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. With every eye closed, every head bowed, you may be here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. This is a very good opportunity to give your life to Jesus. If you are here like that, you can lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. You are here today. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. If you are there and you've lifted your hand, just come to me in the front here and I'm going to pray with you. Anybody here like that? All right, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for today. 
we, we thank you for wisdom. And we thank you, Lord, that you are leading us into prosperity. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. And shall we all say, Amen. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. All right. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.